One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are a sub-science here to make things make sense. Today we're talking about Botox. Uh, we're going to be talking about what it actually is, how it actually affects your face or wherever it's being inserted. But we're also going to be talking about aging and why that happens to your body in the first place and some cool groundbreaking research that's going on right now. Oh, what did we learn this week? You want to go? <laughs> we both took a breath to start. Yeah. I know. Uh, okay. I learned about, well, I already knew about these tiny little creatures. Called, <laughs> well, I already knew. Nobody learned more about them. So there's something called rotifers. Have you heard of them? Ooh, rotifers. No. Uh, if you didn't know, I actually lived in Australia for half a year taking marine biology and took some classes on Ooh. invertebrate zoology. So I learned all about them. So for all the Australian <laughs> listeners who I drag constantly because I make fun of Australians, <laughs> just know that one of us lived there and loved it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Greg's truly a toxic person. No, it's, I mean, you're allowed to criticize. <laughs> oh, my so. God. You're being like <laughs> you're in your hyperbolic speech. I'm like, am I a toxic for me? No, not at all. No, I was like having a moment where I was like, no, there were a lot of racist issues in Australia. I'm not <laughs> okay. saying there isn't in canada i'm saying it's worth calling it out but it also there's lots of lovely people yeah it's great country we need to call out canada too we also suck yeah We're just as bad as Australia, exactly so i'm not trying to be on a so high box. horse okay so anyway they're basically multicellular invertebrate animals they have complete digestive tracts with a mouth and an anus but they're tiny so they're microscopic Ooh. they're really fascinating they've existed for around 35 million years wait they're bacteria no they're animals oh. Oh. They're like tiny, tiny little animals Whoa, I... that are invert like invertebrates. Wow. Okay. Um, and basically, they are able. They've known that they're able to survive in hostile environments, but mm-hmm. they don't know for how long. Basically, they halt their metabolism and all activity, and it's a state known as cryptobiosis, which is like scientists describe as a state between life and death. They just turn off and then they wait Whoa. until the right conditions come. So recently, they discovered a sample and permafrost in the arctic i think and they were twenty four thousand years old Whoa. they thawed them and they started reproducing okay this is related to aging <laughs> this is related to botox this is related oh, true. To, yeah, yeah. I mean? you're it's right like, that's yeah. everyone's like not everyone's but 
definitely people like who be don't frozen eat, yeah like, or they want to be like freeze me or like yeah, Jeff freeze Bezos. me to ten thousand years so i can like wake up and yeah. see what the world or you know jeffrey like- bezos <laughs> jeffrey bezos wants to be frozen for twenty four thousand years yes. and come back and then like rule the world yeah something. basically the reason they're so fascinated by That's this so i think cool. previously they'd only f- known they could go dormant for 10 years or so but now they're like wow this was a twenty four thousand year old specimen that came back started reproducing uh, obviously scientists want to study them to understand how to preserve cells, tissues, and organs. Because obviously yeah. human organs cannot preserve for that long. That's and so it's really like fascinating. Cool. Mm-hmm. What are they called? Uh, rotifers. Yeah, that's a good, like, I feel like you can write that down and then just like. You might recognize the, the microscopic pictures. Like if you picture just like looking through a microscope and seeing a little. Back, it's not like, like the tardigrade photo that everyone honestly has. it's similar similar ish they're see-through so when you see them in a microscope you're mostly seeing just like a shape and one end that's like fatter and one end that's skinnier but they're cool to look at but they're mostly just these little creatures yeah like they i feel like a rotifer and that's such a cool story could be the tart the next tardigrade the oh next, true the yeah they're not as cute though they don't have love. like the huggable bear element yeah, that, yeah uh, that's so true I forgot that the tardigrades literally look like adorable they're the polar bears, bears of tiny microscopic yeah, yeah. creatures okay, true, true, true. mine's not nearly as interesting i just <laughs> was thinking about this yesterday don't sell was, yourself short okay i was just reading a biology textbook which i've been trying i've been trying to work my way through a biology the textbook. one that's from when we went to university <laughs> yeah so sometimes i'm like it's like, not a date but like no so much of the basic biology is actually right. fascinating to know like this hasn't changed <laughs> but it was just like 98 percent of the mass of like most living organisms on earth are hydrogen, carbon, nitrogen, oxygen, phosphorus, and sulfur. So like when you look at the periodic table. 96%, is that what you said? 98%. Oh, 98, wow. Of, yeah, and I'm just like, sometimes you look at the periodic table and you're like, there's this complex array of, you know, periodic table of elements. Like, mm-hmm. okay, there's all these things, but then you realize like, no, it's actually just like these literal like six to seven right. that make up. That are it's just primarily like, everything. <laughs> that's living and it's like weird. Like life is so so weird and then i was like okay so like 4.6 billion years ago was the formation of the earth life began 3.8 billion years ago which i guess relied on water so it's like the hydrogen and oxygen molecules being a big part of like every living thing Mm. is so like maybe obvious in that sense but then i'm just like that it's just so weird to think that life on earth is sustained by this those small amount of elements and then all the complexity that we bring to it like our anxieties and stuff it's coming all are from all just, just these, coming like, from these elements couple of elements yeah or like seven <laughs> elements and because when you look at the periodic table sometimes i'm like life's complex like yeah that look at all these things it's right. like, well actually no those things like barely even exist in the <laughs> oh life that we live that's all it just was that's like, fascinating kind of like that, oh like, yeah yeah what does it make you feel does it make you feel small or big existential or present it makes or... me feel okay i'm feeling like a little bit of anxiety right now and i thinking don't about know that? why no like prior to doing this just like sunday like we have a lot of changes in our life coming and yeah. stuff and i'm just like feeling anxious so then when i think about those things i always i'm just like oh okay well it doesn't matter <laughs> like, like it how like it helps right. it gives you the wide perspective that sometimes like the universe or, or i'm just like out. literally like hydrogen carbon nitrogen she's <laughs> just like doing this thing yeah to me that gives me existential dread it's really fascinating i love thinking about it but i have moments of being like why am i doing anything yeah. i'm doing if oh i'm just God. those seven elements <laughs> what matters be like, be like yeah fine i'll get botox you know what i mean i'm like because i'm like scared of botox and i'm like oh well who cares yeah i saw oh my god i'm about to say i saw a tiktok i saw a tiktok but it was of Cher at a concert so that's like it could have been on it i should have just said i saw a documentary <laughs> yeah i saw the new shirt and she was just saying like you know 
just do everything while you're young. She was just like, just try it. Who cares? When you're older, you'll just, you're not going to regret it. Just do it. And if you do regret it, you'll be like, oops, I shouldn't have done that. But it's better to have done it. Honestly, share. epic. Share you know? podcast. We yeah. share on the podcast. Oh, yeah. You think we could? Yeah, hey, share. <laughs> okay. Um, Let's get I was going to say, speaking of Botox, I have no idea if Cher has Botox or not. We can only assume. I, I assume most yeah. people in Hollywood do. But let's take a little break and then talk about Botox. Have you heard about microdosing? It's become a lot more common for people exploring ways to feel mentally or physically better. And so we want to thank Microdose Gummies for sponsoring today's podcast episode. Microdose Gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that can help you feel just the right amount of good. They can help boost creativity, improve sleep, and you know we're very passionate about sleep here at Side Note, me in particular. For some, they're even helping with anxiety and pain, and they also taste amazing, which doesn't hurt when it's going down. My personal journey with THC has been interesting and I honestly wish I knew more about microdosing back in the day. For me, it's become a way to subtly relax and often turn my brain into creative mode while writing music or thinking through my next project. And the fact that the gummies come pre-dosed and you know exactly what you're getting has been really amazing for me. Microdose is available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use the code SIDENOTE to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description, but again, that's microdose.com and the code is SIDENOTE. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Study time. Study time. Study time. time. Botox. Snatched. Um, Are you feeling snatched? How do you feel? I feel like this kind of conversation has about Botox has been evolving in our life as we quote unquote age. Yeah, I, I don't know. For the listeners, feels like once Do you we turn 30, people start talking and getting Botox. Yes, I was, I was thinking about while researching for this episode, I 
recently was talking to a friend and they were pointing out wrinkles on people's heads and i was what just, well no recently some i don't know i feel like people have pointed out to me what it looks like when somebody has botox which i've never really noticed before it's never occurred to me that a botox head for example a botox, a botox forehead <laughs> like just doesn't move and that you know if you were watching an older person speak and their forehead's not moving, it's because they have Botox. Because it's not like plastic surgery where it's always so visibly obvious on yes. the face. Yeah. So it's kind of just the lack of movement. And so now it's one of those things like when you learn a new word and suddenly you hear it everywhere. Because I've been exposed to the idea that if you look at someone's forehead when they're talking and it's not moving and wrinkling, they probably have Botox or they have really young, healthy skin. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So we don't want to, we are going to bring, we really thought about this recently too, when we watched Mayor of Easttown with Kate Winslet. Mm -hmm. And so we're, we're about to say things about Kate Winslet that are, this is very daily male energy because this does not have any founding in true <laughs> This part. Honesty. Yeah. We'll have some science. But, but we, <laughs> we watched Mayor of Easttown and her forehead is moving beautifully. The most incredible actress, one of the best actresses of our generation, mm -hmm. actors of our generation, IMO, better than the men. So I was like, actor about any actor <laughs> i'm not kate winslet head since i saw her titties and titanic Greg is a changed my life anyways he literally said to me, you know I what Mitch, i would actually go through her imdb and just watch everything from start to finish if you want earnestly i was oh, like well i okay maybe but i don't know if i want to watch everything. why not like she okay mary v sound objectively pretty good show great show because of her every but, single project she does is going to make the show great i've also uh, seen most of them as i went through i was like i've seen them all. okay i know that you're right but it's like a very interesting there's so many other things we want to watch could watch it if we oh, start watching every kate my winslet God. movie and i TV love thing. the side note of this just like like episode on kate winslet okay back yeah true but okay. Back Sorry. to Botox. Her forehead is moving. Her face is moving so much. It's so important. Because the character itself is meant to be a middle-aged woman. Oh, who's she's like rough around the edges. small edifice. town, rough as like a character, older as a character. And it, it shows on her expressions as well. Okay, so then we watch interviews with her after... And we go, her forehead's not moving. Mm -hmm. So, okay, that I don't want to ever, I'm not dragging, not I'm not, no more no. speculation about Kate Winslet, best actor, I have all, actor of all time, we're moving on. So we were like, that's when we also started to be like, what? Oh my God, is that like Botox? And then we Botox? really started yeah. to like get curious about it from there. I'm going to now explain what Botox is and how maybe actors might plan because of the way it degrades. Oh, I'm actually going to get Botox now because I'm on a bit of a three month hiatus from acting. Or oh, depending I'm, on your character, right? Like you may also want it for a movie but she clearly was playing a person that wouldn't have had botox sorry i'm saying like you're right but i'm saying regardless if you're trying to act mm -hmm. it might be a character thing I'm, I, I was more just trying to make the point like you can plan botox around your acting career to well, like pull explain off to us how it works and then that might help us understand why you can plan it like that Okay, cool. So the bacteria that causes it is called Clostridium botulinum. <laughs> so that is, sounds kind of scary, but yeah, it's a broad it doesn't say Botox stand for botulism toxin. No, yes, 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 yes. It does, it does. And actually, a lot of people who are really into Botox will be calling it by like the brand names of it. <laughs> but <laughs> Botox is what we're going to be saying today. So, it, so the bacteria that creates it is like a rod shaped bacteria and it produces a protein that causes neurotoxicity. But there's many types of botulism toxins there's A, B, C1, C2, D, E, F, and G. And it's A, that we'll be focusing on when we talk about wrinkles. Because a lot of these other types 
can be very dangerous. It was first discovered in 1895 by Emil van Ruchmengarten. Very dangerous because they're literally toxins, right? But so it's so kind you, of like, what is the perfect amount that maybe isn't harmful is what people were no, trying it, to figure out? Or? or it's more the mode. It's, it's, so it's the type and it's the mode of getting it. It's like okay. a lot of it is happening in like spoiled food. So when you consume it into your gut, it actually is able to go into your bloodstream and shut down your body. Okay. And so that, when if you were to just consume. Like eat it. Botulinum toxin. Yeah, I've, and and again, it's all about strains. Like certain ones thrive in on old eggs, or like certain ones okay. thrive on ham. Like it was okay. discovered from an outbreak of cured ham in 1895. So it's like a bacteria that creates this toxin that, when ingested, depending on the type, can slowly paralyze your whole body. So like when you hear about botulism toxin, or like just botulism, sorry, that's the disease of like right. people slowly dying because they've consumed the toxins that we're going to be talking about injecting into your face, which is a much different way of like consuming something into your body. So that's right. an important key. And I'm just going to clarify because I think I said it wrong first and now we're saying it wrong. Botulinum toxin causes botulism. Okay. Yeah. You know but I mean? it also is Botox. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Like it, it, it literally is Botox. Like it is kind of <laughs> crazy. And I think part of my fear around it is just that like the science of it and knowing that even though it is quite a safe procedure in your face. So what it does, I'm going to use the face explanation, not the like killing you slowly. If you eat it. <laughs> so it feels more practical. It sense. feels more practical and it is really Relevant. interesting. And it's, it's essentially a cellular biology lesson. Mm -hmm. So what happens is when you get Botox, botulism toxin injected into your skin. Botulinum toxin. Botulinum. What am I saying? Botulism. Oh, sorry. Botulinum toxin into your face. It actually is able to be through endocytosis absorbed into the axon of specific neurons that use acetylcholine as their neurotransmitter. So neurotransmitters are these chemicals that they, let's use this example, they go from the axon of one neuron to the dendrite or to the other, like to the next neuron through this thing called a synapse. So this little chemical leaves the axon, goes to the next one that signals it to fire. And it's like this constant sort of like thread of all of this firing is what makes everything in your body move. But you need acetylcholine to bind to the membrane of the axon uh, sorry, the vessel that holds acetylcholine to bind to the uh, membrane of the axon to release the acetylcholine. So what botulinum toxin does is through a series of cellular biological processes in your axon, stops that vessel that's containing, containing acetylcholine A to bind to the axon's um, membrane to then get released. So essentially the axon now is not releasing the signal to continue to fire onto the next dendrite, but it just stops. It can't bind. The toxin's there in the way. It's like a very specific membrane protein that it just sort of like binds to and degrades. And all of a sudden, there's no more acetylcholine firing and you're no longer using that neuron. The neuron is it's just off. like not firing anymore. Yes. So you're turning off the neurons in your face, specific parts of your face that are moved a lot when you're talking, which is actually causing the wrinkles. It's like preventative, but also causes the wrinkles to decrease because your face is literally just like not moving. <laughs> so it does degrade over time. It's like a three to six month process. There's really no serious complications. There's like, there can be bruising. There can be these things that happen, but, and in rare cases, it can actually like maybe like 
I mean, it's, I kind of was reading tons of studies and it was like not even really worth scaring people about it. Like, yeah, I think it's probably a pretty well-established medical practice at this point. That is obviously there might be some risks. Uh, I mean, it's probably akin to other even aesthetic surgeries that, you know, are generally pretty safe and you're changing your body. It's not like absolutely changing you in some way. Yeah. It's more just like you could do it. And it doesn't make you better or worse. There's or un, it's like unintended facial paralysis, trouble swallowing, things like that. But they go away too because it actually gets degraded. Like I never knew that. I always thought it was in you forever. I that's like the the Kate Winslet thing of it all. It's like I didn't know you could like get it, and then six months later, the, all of a sudden your neurons. Right, are so back. you could try it to, to see yeah. if you like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just it just like I've been very scared of Botox under the impression that that's how it works and then doing a bunch of research i was like oh wow i didn't realize even though everyone's like it's preventative or like Mm -hmm. i don't know i just it just sounds scary and like they teach you how botulinum toxin works in like first year cell biology yeah, you and it scares you because yeah. you study it and it's like a very intense biological ultimately you you're memorize. Like, oh, i understand that it's toxic and this is what yeah. it's doing but as in i'll kind of bring this up in the stuff i'm going to talk about research is that toxic things it's often the dose is the poison right yeah. so obviously as we become more precise in our science and precise in the way that we can administer something it's like it is it it is a toxin but obviously so is a lot of medicine if you take too much of it yeah right sure. so it's changing so is broccoli your, if you ain't tomato, exactly tomato. so i mean toxin can be a relative term i think it's generally reserved for things that in low doses can cause harm yeah, um, and but, it's turning off muscles too. That's the other thing. I, I, I was only explaining the neurons, but those neurons are attached to muscles and right. cause movement. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like so that's why. And it's like, and they're thinking it could help with migraines. Where I'm like, hello, yeah, that's what I get. Yes, excessive sweating. Hello, that's what I get. So I'm gonna be getting Botox, but it might be in like weird places. Oh, the armpits. Yeah, like, the armpit, like on neck. the back of my head. Yeah, yeah. And Into the stops, brain. It stops jaw clenching, which I also do. So, honey, I'm like, get the Botox in all of my body right now. Oh my gosh. So, would you? Do you think you? will get Botox at some time in your life. I'm curious because I, I want to be in this space. I want to be uh, non-judgmental. I don't think obviously. Well, okay. Let's, let's just say it. Like a lot of our friends are getting Botox. Like, yeah, I don't know if it's like a gay. It, no, what it definitely is. Gay, a girls white thing. as well. And not that girls can't be gay. I just mean our, our girlfriends sorry, are straight but, as well. Sorry. Like, but I'm like, I'm like, I'm, it's coming at us from all angles. Cause we're gay. It's so being out with girls and gays. And there's like a lot of stuff going on. I'm not saying that straight guys don't, but I'm like, all I can say is from my own experience. And I'm like, Oh, interesting. Like, is this a us thing? Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of pressure on similar pressures on women and gay men about like our like bodies and aging sadly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that like, I don't know. I just like, I think, I don't know. I, I definitely always thought never, but now as I'm getting older and I think more everyone of my friends thinks never. are doing it, I'm like, well, I don't know. Am I like the not odd one out? Yeah, am I gonna oh. be the old looking one? Then? Yeah, but no. What I was gonna say is it's a very white thing because of what we've learned about with aging, which is that wrinkles are a very like caucasian issue and that aging for different diverse people it could be like um changing in pigmentation of the skin which botox does not help with mm-hmm. there's other things that other people are looking towards that it's like to prov- it's aging like, is a relative yeah it's like a lot of our people. white friends who also were white like our skin like we age like shit sorry hon it's scientifically <laughs> true but you know we look gross we literally look grosser and so like when we get older especially when it comes to wrinkles so 
Yeah, I think I don't. I definitely don't have a problem with anyone getting Botox. I for myself, I don't know. I I kind of bounce back and forth between the idea of. You know, of course, I love the idea of appreciating age as a beautiful thing. Yeah, I can't believe it just like gross. It's like c- c- cancel me and like launch me out of my chair right now. Oh, but By saying old is gross. That's so yeah. Not no, there is like there's beauty and wisdom in an aged face. Um, okay, but also, then I don't know. There's also the pressure of you know being young and knowing that people treat you yeah. differently as you age, and you have to go. I think you have to go through this middle period. That's hard. I think as you get older and older, you just are like, this is part of my life now and you can accept it. But it's that first transition of being like, my face is literally starting to change. Yeah. And, and that's hard. It'd be like suddenly shaving your head. It would just feel shocking to start seeing that change. But no, okay. But no. eventually you'd be like, now I just have a shaved head. That, yeah, exactly. I did that when I shaved my head. <laughs> like, cause I like, cause I'm like, I got, I'm losing my hair. When I shaved my head, I was just like, whoa, it's just like, it feels like I'm like, this looks, I was like, I actually look so bad. I look insane. <laughs> and then about 10 minutes later, I was like, wait, you're hot. You look hot. You know what I mean? Like it's like everything kind of like adapts. Yeah, exactly. But, okay. Except wrinkles. Except wrinkles. Except wrinkles. No, okay, no it so would over time. This is what I want to say. I think like as someone who's starting to lose my hair, I start to go through that. And then all of a sudden I'm noticing people's hair. So there's something about the knowledge of Botox and like even the way you're like my friend started pointing out wrinkles. It's like it's this weird like chicken or the egg thing that makes me like honestly like a little bit like sad or like wishing that like it wasn't something all of my friends were doing because I actually don't know if I ever would have like without the local pressure around not pressure but just local. and, And this cosmetic use of Botox is very recent. It's like 1994, right? So our parents like grew up in a generation where that wasn't even an option mm. that it kind of, I didn't know you, it was that young. Yeah. It's recent. Like, I mean, not that obviously the bacteria is like, girl, we've been around longer <laughs> than you. I didn't but know like, the bacteria. The, just the, the use for us being like, wait, let's inject in our face. You don't get wrinkles. Mm. And you're like, this is a cultural thing that is actually shifting everything that I actually think I'm like becoming a little Bo Burnham energy now where I'm like, the internet sucks. I'm like, <laughs> it is sad because it's like without the actual knowledge and technology, people aren't noticing the wrinkles in the same way. They're not noticing mm. the way you can fix them. Then all of a sudden when someone has that wrinkle, like, like there's this weird yeah. knowledge that like sometimes now, like my friends who've got Botox have told me where and why. And then I just like see someone's forehead and I'm like, Oh, that's the wrinkles that those people are trying to avoid. But I never would have thought that before. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and I'm, I'm looking at this face and I'm like, gorgeous face. Like, like, you know, what an attractive person. But then all of a sudden now I'm focusing on these two lines that I didn't know existed three right. months ago. And I'm like, they have them. And it's like, wait, without that knowledge, I would have just been like, this is a gorgeous face. You know, not to get religious, but I did grow up, <laughs> went to Catholic school. Right. So uh, the, if you don't know, the like inceptional creation story of Adam and Eve is that when they like betray God and go to the devil, he makes them self-aware that they're naked and then they go cover themselves. It's like this idea of people being shamed of their own bodies mm. is weirdly like baked. I mean, I'm not obviously a religious scholar. I don't know. That no, but you do have for, I love that you have religious perspective. I just, don't. I, I, I more mean like there may be other people who be like, you were telling that story wrong, oh, but oh, I'm oh. just for the first time being like, they covered interesting. They were well, cause often I think of 
religion representing and, and religions all over the world kind of representing these tried and tested ideas sometimes obviously like yeah. there's a lot of problematic stuff with yeah like institutionalized maybe religion. like a kind of a good book or Lots you know it's messages. interesting that it's addressing like this self-awareness that we have as humans causing us shame yeah. and so it's like you said that once you realize you're naked once you realize you have wrinkles now you're ashamed of it or now you're yeah. think about it it's in your your view yeah in the same way that a new word you get taught and suddenly you're actually like why is everyone saying yeah, this word literally <laughs> there's like this wrinkle i guess it's like right here in between my eyebrows never ever noticed thought cared. i look in the mirror i'm like girl looking snatch all of a sudden all my friends are like talking about how they're getting botox for that literal wrinkle and now i'm just like um ever like do i have I it no wait no so okay i guess and when you, do i do like no what? no like frown frown like go mm. yeah so yours are different like when i frown i got a line here you got like you have other lines so i don't even want to rude say they're called like 11s <laughs> or something but it's just like a very simple botox fix that everyone gets but i'm like it's not like it's changing their attractiveness it's right. literally just getting rid of these like two lines in their early 30s and i weirdly think that it's making them feel good and then other people go oh you don't have those lines hmm. But I don't know. But like now I'm like, damn it. I wish I just didn't even know about this line because I would have never even looked at that part of my face. But okay. So would you get Botox? Uh, Like not right now. No, I I won't say never because I don't know how I'll feel as I age. Um, You know, it's just not something that I fully had to face yet. And I do have, you know, half, you know, South Asian genes. So maybe I won't have to worry about it for a while. No, but I, someone did comment on one of our TikToks recently. It was like, oh my God, I just realized you had wrinkles and it freaked me out. And then I realized I've been watching you for a decade. And Wait, I, someone said you. Yes. And oh I was, my and I was God. Like, okay, I don't know if this is you trying to not be mean, but it shook me to the core. Never read the comments. <laughs> Shit. If you have wrinkle comments, I mean, wrinkle comments are right. But I was like, okay, wow, that's fair. Like someone has, we've been doing this for 10 years. Of course I look older now. Wow. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like also, there's nothing to be ashamed about that. That's why I, I had the moment at first where I was like, oh, my God, that moment of fear of being like, OK, I'm losing something. But then I was like, OK, but that is inevitable. Yeah, it's like I'm And I think if now. you can, <laughs> I'm like older it's just now. balancing that. And I do yeah. think Botox, I mean, it's it's one thing when you're in an industry that maybe does put a lot of pressure especially on women to like it's way easier because of the patriarchy that men and actors don't have the same standard they can be wrinkly and look old and still get lots of roles whereas it's like way harder for a middle-aged or elderly woman to get roles like you're talking about hollywood Hollywood. yeah Yeah, and i'm sure that like actually extends out to the music industry and the art industry and like i'm sure there still is a bias towards youth yes um and so but i'm just like now it's changing it's like ever with mary town it's like sorry but like but that's just one women are it's not changing no no i'm saying i'm saying i think we are in an interesting time where i'm maybe just because i'm gay but i'm like women are killing the acting game like i'm just like this like (laughs) classic you know like the hollywood leading man i'm like who the hell is that these days it's like it feels to me at least like the people really turning out the fucking performances are the woman, but I might be ignorant, but it's like, who's it famous? Might just like, be what it's like you're Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> it's like, okay, well he just like plays Thor. It's not that. And he probably bad. has Botox. I mean, I don't, I can't say that, but I'm, I'm oh, sure yeah. lots, he has of, Botox uh, lots of men in Hollywood and in the entertainment industry definitely have Botox. Oh, it's so normalized in LA for mm. sure. Like, like sometimes people are like, I don't like when people shame Botox. And I'm like, at this point, I'm like, is that even happening? 
Right. Like, it feels uh, yeah. like a if everyone like, so... in Hollywood is having yeah. it, it's not really like no one's losing anything for it. Of course, there are some people that will always cling to this idea of purity. You can't change your body. Otherwise, you're. You know what I mean? But then it's like, that's like that's also kind of annoying. It's so oh, interesting. Exactly. Yeah, We're think, so seeped in this culture mm-hmm. and as, in, as West people live in like Western cultures, there's so we're so seeped with Botox that I'm like, I'm also now being like, well, if you think that getting Botox is bad and you want to be pure, I'm like, that also sounds creepy. Yeah, <laughs> like, it well, all, no, I know like, because it's yeah. like, it, it's, it's selective. It's like, well, then you're using fluoride on your teeth. Should you yeah. stop doing that? Like yeah. there are lots of things. Your quest, crest we- white stripping the teeth. <laughs> There's lots of things humans do that we yeah. just now deem as normal and commonplace and acceptable that a thousand years ago they would be like, you're you're modifying your body. No, what it is for me is going back to the literal <laughs> botulinum toxin <laughs> and the, what I just explained physiologically as I think what's stopping me from getting it. But fluoride I'm is a toxic chemical. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking but just in, like the neurophysiology yeah. and the way that we learned about in university. Like, it just scared me. Like I'm just like, it that, seems yeah. scary. But the more and more people that do it, the more I'm like, I don't know, that seems more Well, safe. okay. I will talk about, uh, so I really want to talk about, not specifically Botox, but um, aging. And just talk yeah. about some of the science behind aging that obviously leads up to this point of people wanting to get something like yeah, Botox. Okay. So I recently read the book called Lifespan by David Sinclair. It was amazing. Also, I know a lot of people out there were like, can you guys start a Goodreads book list? And so we can like see which books you're reading and what you think oh, of them. Oh, that's smart. I've never, I use Goodreads just to see reviews all the time, yeah, but I've never done that. But I feel like we are reading so many books and we've mentioned them all the time that it, it would be cool uh it's a really really interesting book just about what the kind of current very current science is on aging what they see where it's going in terms of like increasing lifespan and increasing health i'm going to just share some of my favorite parts of the book let me know if i'm rambling too much but hopefully it will be interesting okay greg yeah no I'll uh, i found it all really interesting um so First thing that David St. Clair's main focus of his research is something that they discovered called sirtuins. And these are longevity genes that they found in the body. Uh, they found them in yeast and then they found the comparables in humans. They found them in the sea botulism bacteria. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, so basically they're epigenetic regulators, which means that based on your environment, triggers how often and how they respond in your body yeah um and as a result when they're triggered they help fight against heart disease inflammation cell death all these things like basically they're regulating your dna they're repairing it Um, sorry sorry Uh, one second i'm gonna like try and help clarify so epigenetics Mm -hmm. is like your i I feel like i got confused between what you're talking about and so epigenetics is a way that your genes are controlled by different cellular biology in your body. And therefore, epigenetics is an umbrella term for where you can essentially turn on and off genes. Yeah. So then what are the words that you're talking about? So sirtuins yeah. are these longevity genes that based are get turning, on your that, that environment. Yeah, epigenetically turn, are getting turned on or off. Well, te- technically, they turn on and off genes, I think. Okay. I, I maybe don't quite understand if it's... Yeah, I, th- I think they technically like do something to the histones and unwrap the genes and allow those genes to express. So we all have genes, but they're not all on. We got lots of ones we ain't worried environment. If you do something chronically, like it could change your epigenetics. Oh my God, what do we do? (laughs) So um, basically the sad part is, or not sad part, but what they realized is these sirtuins decrease in activity as we age. Okay. Uh, And, but the cool idea is that, um, manageable stress is actually what triggers these longevity genes. So the sirtuins are kind of his main focus, but there are a couple other kinds. Manageable stress so, 
wait, wait, manageable stress triggers them as in like, quote, you, I want to use like the simplest language possible, okay. quote unquote, turns them on. Yes. Okay. So obviously stress for your body can be deemed as either good or bad. And it kind of goes to us talking about Botox where it's like sometimes something isn't good or bad. It's the amount that you take. So broccoli yeah. is generally good because you can have a lot of it and it's really healthy. But if you have way too much, it can be toxic. Oh my God, to be the person who poisoned themselves with broccoli, that's iconic. <laughs> I know, like, did that ever happen or was it just a No, mess? it didn't happen, but it's a, it's a way that they teach toxicology. They're like, even something that you're being told your whole life to eat could kill you. But, <laughs> so this premise is called hormesis. And that it just means it's like there's three stages. If you don't have enough, it could be harmful. If you There's like the Goldilocks zone of these things that okay. are stressful for your body, but can trigger healthy responses. Okay. But you have too much, it's bad. Yeah. So things like, in this case, exercise, intermittent fasting. Oh, wait, wait, wait so, slow down. Exercise. You, it's saying you want to do so, it, so but not too much. Exercise stresses your body out. Okay. It releases cortisol. It releases a flux oh. of hormones that are, and it's putting pressure on your bones and muscles. It's actually a stress response, but it's okay. good for you. Yeah, so they're yeah. like, it's, it's a form of hormesis. Like not enough exercise is not good for you. Having the right amount in the middle is really healthy. And then if you overdo exercise, it's going to okay. push your body. So exercise it. is an easy one for all of us. It's like, okay, exercise. Great. Got it. Yes. And so I exercise is an example yeah. of something that stimulates sirtuins okay, cool. or other longevity genes. Yeah intermittent fasting so they've realized calorie restriction is like generally very healthy obviously if you oh that's why the mitchell moffitt over here goes like oh I what did you say yesterday it was so funny you're like oh well i i actually had two meals today so oh my god i'm like okay we get it you you didn't eat breakfast on purpose on the weekends i decided to intermittent fast because that's what this book recommended wow okay so it's like don't starve yes obviously starving is unhealthy but there's a balance of when mm. you're in a deficit your body is like engages these survival circuits and mm. it boosts cellular defenses keeps organisms alive during times of adversity it wards off disease so that's oh like what's my happening God. the intermittent fasting heads out there just got a bone bone so ultimately the the main not the main point but this main section of the book was there's so many fascinating things that when we put our body through them it can actually stimulate healthy longevity, like make your life healthier and make you live longer. Do these, these, what are they called again? Sirtuins? Are, yeah. Are, do, are they causing wrinkles? Well, or I can't say specifically. General. It's aging in general, yeah, right? Okay. So, uh, yeah, this is not specifically related to wrinkles or skin, but obviously, if your body is biologically younger, it probably yeah. means that it's healthier. Skin will probably last longer in terms of, you know, getting wrinkles. No, this is cool. Spots. It's like deeper. Yeah. I like um, yeah. I was just thinking of, you know, a lot of people wonder about how to they do preventative stuff, but that is like cosmetic or medical, but there's lots of preventative stuff you can do in your regular life. If you care about aging physically as well as um, aging, like genetically. So there's a perfect example identical twins if one smokes and the other doesn't the smoker will age physically faster yeah smoke their skin God will change damn. their yeah. the health of their organs will change so that's a perfect example of epigenetics basically the same genome same dna but one twin smokes their whole life they're actually going to have a completely different body oh gosh Fair? i'm just always like oh smoking so bad and i'm like damn i've been i smoked weed for so long <laughs> you know what i mean because i'm like i know that it's not the same but it is in many ways it, it is but i mean you were hopefully young enough and you stopped so i mean it's never too late to smoke we just 
It's never too late to stop smoking. <laughs> you heard it here, folks, on Top Science. It is never too late to start smoking. Uh, we have a video about Kidding. quitting smoking. It truly is never too late to stop. Yeah, your Obviously. lungs can do amazing mm -hmm. regenerative things. Yes, so don't think of it like, oh, I've had yeah, my whole use, yeah, whatever. True. Um, there's not too much I'll share other than when in a lot of their studies, they would stimulate sirtuin activity in mice, not only made them younger physically, they would exercise more. They started outperforming mice that were like a quarter of their age. They would Man, run on all the these mice everywhere with the most <laughs> whack ass lives. It's wild that like that freaking mouse is just all of a sudden like, oh, whoa, I'm younger than an actual I mouse that's younger than me. Like, crazy. Yeah, he has like a really crazy breakthrough moment when they're studying and someone calls him and they're like, these aren't old mice. Like you've given us the wrong thing. And they realize it's because like oh and, and they said they had to rebuild their mouse treadmill or whatever because they broke it because they were using it. So okay, much. they need to make a Pixar movie about <laughs> lab mice and they're all that's like superheroes idea. and stuff. Oh my God, Greg, that's a really good idea. As in like every, you know, and then they're breaking out of their cages and the, each one has like some genetic yeah. test like, on them that gives like, them and special it, powers. And it's the nuance, like the genetic power, it like helps them, but also Wait, is their vice. Write the children's book about that and then get Pixar to make it. Okay, um, I know I'm speaking this into a mic, so honestly, I'm kind of lazy. Someone else could do that if they want, or <laughs> oh I'll, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Um, that's mostly it. the last fact, and I've told you about this, is another example. It's just extreme cold or heat seem to mm. do the same thing. They push your body out of comfort zone. That's why there's, and they sort of trigger hormones that stimulate longer life. Because your So body when is, I was jumping in freezing water in the winter, because I was like so bored in a <laughs> pandemic, I maybe there was Potentially good. Yeah, there, there's more and more science. It's, I think there's pretty hard science in the cold. Did Wim Hof write this? Uh, he didn't okay. write this, but he's part of that movement of yeah. people being like, there is research to support that putting your body in extreme, extreme. cold temperatures, huh. not all the time, but letting your body come out of its comfort zone stimulates these things that start protecting your body. Wow. I've been going to the beach and the water's so cold and like barely anyone's swimming. I've been <laughs> full swimming, getting out blue lit. <laughs> You're like, literally. I gotta live forever. Yeah. And I'm just like, always like, I'm like literally shivering while everyone's like, boiling on the beach and i'm like this can't be good but i'm now now i'm gonna be so annoying long with my blue lips and be like actually you know i'm just turning on epigenetically the genes that are gonna make me live it's longer. probably true and so as i said it's not specifically related to botox and skin yeah. but honestly using that smoking example like yeah. the way the things your body is exposed to over life will impact i mean of course we're all blessed with different genes we can't change everything. Some mm -hmm. people will just naturally age faster, regardless of putting all this work. And so for but me, it really, okay, yeah, I just think the biggest life goal for me is to find peace with those things. Yeah. Ultimately and you can't change something them. like, I don't know. I'm just like, I maybe it's hot back summer. <laughs> like I'm very, like I'm feeling very sexual this summer. I'm just like, Ooh. And like, I'm like with vaccines. <laughs> No, hot back summer. Okay, yeah, well, it's okay, like well, it means like we're all getting vaccines, and everyone's like <laughs> like we're all gonna have like a giant like orgy, like because it's just like everyone's been like <laughs> like God. pent up, pent up. You. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. Mitch, I guess Mitch isn't feeling on the hot back summer vibes. Ah, but I'm like feeling very like free and like sexually liberated and looking at people in in like a very sexual way, mm. and I'm like, it's so interesting to me because I feel like sexual energy is so not related to like physical appearance physical appearance like totally. I, and i'm not i like and i know we've talked about this before on the podcast and i don't know if it's just me and something i like but i'm like i actually think that we all kind of 
know that mm-hmm. like like there's just like there's just like this confidence about someone like and it's just so interesting i'm I'm just curious i would love to just have like a like group session of 20 people and like talk deeply about like when you first see someone mm-hmm. versus like five minutes later and you are like am i turned on by them like i just find to me botox and these things it's like about this initial thing right from then, afar you might be like wow that person's beautiful or, or it looks young or young or, like yeah because obviously there's the, there's the other end of the spectrum where you're like they look weird because also they're like like being young like so even at the beach recently it was like hanging out with this like stranger because we were like making like a fire and like they were obviously like very attractive but they were 21 and i'm 31 and it was just like Oh, like I'm like so not attracted to you because because your mental state is like at a different stage. Like, and mine. I felt bad. Like I was actually having this open conversation with people. I was like, I feel bad because it's like this person was objectively so attractive, mm-hmm. and I was like, it's actually so interesting because it hasn't. I'm so sorry. It has nothing to do with the way you look. Mm-hmm. It's just like there is just an energy of someone that young that's very beautiful, but it's not attractive to me because it's like right. you're on such a different like level. Yeah, that's of, fair. Like, and like, level maybe I would say is not the word? right term because yeah. that that like kind of makes it feel like there's hierarchies. It's just like a different plane. I feel like plane is this way. Yeah. So it's like different people occupy different spaces and it, an old person or a young person could occupy that same space. But generally different decades kind of have different life experience. And so we're looking for different things. So, maybe? yeah, like it's weird but, because then you're doing the Botox or you're doing these things to appear younger while I think simultaneously age is like what brings a level of like confidence and knowingness that is like the hottest. And so I was talking to my therapist and I was talking about how I was like, I feel kind of confident right now. I feel like maybe a year and a half of just like forced self-reflection and like just feeling really like very confident. And she was like, that's age. Mm -hmm. Like she was like that. She's like, with it like when i i know i keep going back to the beach but it's like an interesting setting after being locked away where you're i'm like in the elements i was like building a fire and feeling very and it was like just very like i don't know like it was like i felt confident i was like i don't think i ever would have made a fire on my own on the beach before because i would have been like so scared of what everyone thought Hmm. and then with that is like that is like can be like an attractive force bigger than your face and your appearance that almost age brings and then age makes you hotter like even watching Mary Easton, watching her and that like writer i was like they're so sexy they're so like she knows herself so well she's been through so much there's so much like sex appeal to that and i'm just like it's so interesting yeah, i think aging I think, is actually hot yeah i so i mean yes i think it's important to acknowledge that it's it is both right either way but i think you can have a more long-term relationship with someone for who they are and that the surface stuff is the kind of short term yeah. like the attraction it's literally the surface actually, of your skin is the surface of the of the relationship of the thing. right and yeah. it's every i think everyone deep down knows, knows and knows that. people that are not necessarily quintessentially traditionally attractive but are so attractive because of their personalities yeah because of their humor or their intellect or their talent that's beyond what they physically look like but i think most people would admit that they are physically attracted to certain types of people or certain types of bodies or mm-hmm. and that can be different i think people become conditioned yeah. so definitely we know culturally society has shifted from jacked bodies to curvy bodies to short people to tall people like all those different things change as culture changes yeah so i think 
like now we could tell ourselves, oh, evolutionary, it makes sense that you want a fit looking body, but that might not like what our bodies represent right now is not actually necessarily fit. Yeah. Right. Like what a freaking homo erectus was looking like when they were fit would be very different necessarily yeah. than what we like do in the gym yeah. now. Like, yeah. Like when you see like a lunk alerts, if you go to planet fitness, it's like lunk alert alarm goes off. If you've got your big jug and you got, yeah. And, and those that people look, is not like yeah. what a, pr- a primitive human would no, have and it like does ever. Like when you get too jacked, I'm like, that's actually so <laughs> like, I'm like, that looks crazy. Like I'm but like, I'm not, it is cultural. That. It's preference. Yeah. You fall into like, as you get close, it's like the Botox thing. It's like, you start to see it and then you go, yes. Oh, it's kind of weird. But slowly you go, oh maybe that is attractive now that i know it there's something about that it's it's like the it's like about groups it's like as humans our brains were always primed to try and like group information and group things and there's something like if you're really really jacked you're probably attracted to other people who are really really jacked and then they're like it's like you're creating yourself into this like in group so i'm like there at the gym being like i want to be healthy but i'm like that actually doesn't turn me on but maybe if i got so jacked i'd start to like appreciate that and like right. understand yeah. like how what that the hard is. work that goes into that exactly. dedication that can be also attractive and right? that's the botox thing for me i'm like oh actually like my whole life i've been like i don't have any interest in that but as like more and more friends are like this is what it is and then maybe like more and more attractive friends are doing it i might start to like you know understand these 11s on my head and be like oh and like recontextualizing yeah. like you, it's not not attractive and you could tell yourself you know or, what it's just i'm taking care of my body in a yeah, different way yeah. like it's not damaging i like how people do skincare they moisturize they put all these different creams because they want to be quote unquote healthy it just becomes a way of caring about yourself mm. or thinking about yourself of course that can flip the switch to be on the side of like is this too much yeah i don't know where that line is i don't know it's obviously different for everyone but i think even using fitness as an example like there's always a stage where maybe it goes too far i and we could all agree that like the most strong athletes in the world it's amazing it's incredible see people at these olympic olympics it doesn't necessarily mean they're the healthiest right like to yeah, push your body yeah. that far is interesting yeah like gymnasts they're like oh, yeah. yeah they're all like they're like yeah we're short because our like bones were like obliterated <laughs> and we like weren't able to grow and, like, and that's oh. you're like that is respectable because you cared so much about your craft that's a different kind of yeah thing i can appreciate doesn't mean i don't know i don't know where i'm going with that but it is interesting to just think about how we contextualize and probably in a hundred years, we'll look back and be like, wow, everyone looked so rough. Yeah. Wait, wait, what do you mean? Well, because once I saw, not once recently, I saw like footage of like, it was like England on the street. Oh my from God. They're all like eating chan butter. Yeah, and they're like, they just look so rough. And yeah. now people on like on average today, I think just look better. Yeah. In the future, they're going to be like, they were suntanning in the sun that like they <laughs> looked rough. Cause now everyone's hiding. Cause like a little bit in the sun burns your skin. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like there's weird things like the concept of tanning is something that I think is going to get so mm-hmm. like, like for white people. I mean, it's like, I think it's going to slowly become like, cause it ages your skin faster. <laughs> yeah. And also I'm just like, it's not even going to be like, you're not even going to be able to go in the summer like burning like immediately <laughs> oh yeah the climate change is just gonna make it way too hot but i do think like i think we can wrap up soon but i think it's very cultural and i think like kim k and all of them have done some really like intense things for the culture and i think it's important i, I mean i know that's more plastic surgery but mm. there really is like when you think of how recently a recent botox is and then that rise of them as like media moguls and influencer culture and this like um, literal Photoshop of Instagram on top of like even Instagram face, which like Gia Tolentino has a really great New Yorker piece about how plastic surgery 
and Instagram are working together essentially to create mm. this like placid one size fits all face. And it's just like when you start to look at it in those contexts, you do realize like this could age no pun intended age very poorly for a lot of people like right. to, to like to look the same as, we leave as the phase we leave, of, like, like inevitably culture is going to shift and yeah. like depending on how far you push these things I, i'm not going to say like it either becomes wholly mainstream or we move on past it and then people are like oh that was yeah, the phase of but, like the early 2000s and yeah but we can't ignore like, the internet and the the, yeah. the pressures of instagram and the pressures of all of these mm -hmm. like literal photoshop and ability to go into like a, a, a like plastic surgeon's office and them to probably just use technology like this is yeah. what you would look like like mm -hmm. we're living through that era culturally i don't personally think it's that interesting but many people do and like it could be a very defining feature of our time, whether it stays or goes. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of issues in our world coming up that it might become the time of when we were like, you know, had embarrassment of riches. I mean, now we're going to deal with climate change and people are going to be like, we don't have time to care about those things. Who knows? <laughs> or it's like, you look like an elite person and we don't like that anymore because they ruin the planet. Like there's right. other things that could come in, but we can't ignore like the car care. I always say the name Kardashians. Like, <laughs> and when I look at them, like I saw a recent video of Kyle, I was going to say Kylie Minogue of Kylie Jenner. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, wow. Like you're so it's, it's like, they don't hide behind it. They, they, mm -hmm. they're like, this is a form of like feminism for them. They flaunt mm -hmm. it. And she looks so like, I don't know how to say this without standing rude, but it's like without the perfect photo on Instagram and like the snatched makeup and the like angle, it's just like a little bit like that's looks weird to me. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not, I'm not actually that attracted to it. Although I'm very attracted to Kylie Jenner's Instagram. Like when I see it, I'm like, holy fuck. Right. And then there's also the other thing you have to remember is like as white people, a lot of the things in the trends that we're living through right now is stealing the body types of other people. Yeah. And it's like, that's so fucked up. And like that to me doesn't lead to being attractive. It's like a very weird cultural appropriation. Yeah, there'll be hopefully more and more surgeries. conversations about that. Yeah, I think. And it's like so sad to me that Kylie Jenner's lip kit for like her fake big lips became so popular right. amongst probably such a like white audience mm -hmm. wouldn't really like in the past. Like I bet that that was like made fun of on yeah. other people. Like there's just, there's a lot of darkness to something that like, I know we were going to spend this whole time being like, oh, I guess I'll get Botox, but I it's think, all linked yeah, to a culture. It's, that's it's really all linked to capitalism as we've just stated with selling stuff. And it is just like, there's yeah. so many other industries where the same things happened. Even things like fashion where you're like, well, it, it's not wrong for people to care about looking a certain way. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's self-autonomy to be able to decide how you want to express yourself but then it's weirdly tied into all these awful things like yeah. not only industries that destroy the planet but also industries that warp how people see each other and what yeah. speaks for status and what's nice clothing and what's poor clothing yeah. and what's right so it's like yeah. so weirdly intertwined like yeah. fashion and our oh bodies. God, now I'm like I don't want Botox but Botox <laughs> is so like I don't know but it's so interesting like it's so it I've honestly always, is interesting I don't me. think I will ever get it but that's it's it's kind of and I don't think this is a good thing, but I have this sort of purist mindset, partially because I'm anxious and I'm afraid to get things done. Oh, yeah, because you will never get a tattoo. Yeah, because I've always been like, oh, it's my body. And I just like want it to be. I know ultimately as I age, I'm like, this is just a weird belief I've carried since I was young. Yeah. But when I was young, I was like, I just want my body to be the way it is. Obviously, a tattoo doesn't change that. But in my yeah. mind, it kind of does. And so does plastic surgery. But as I age, I honestly am like, for the first time ever being like, wait, I have to actually decide because mm -hmm. now I'm having those moments where I go, oh my God. And I'm, the conversations are coming up. Like, yeah. if you're in your 30s, I don't know if it's just like the groups that we're in, but like, this just like 
you know, mm-hmm. like in every hangout, there's something yeah. that comes up and it's like, well, cause we're literally like visibly yeah, aging. It's a thirties thing. And it's like, it's, they're interesting conversations. That's what I mean. I'm glad, like, I, I actually love talking about it. It's so, I realized thirties and thirties is like still so young, but it's so crazy that we've just been like doing this for 10 years and that we were like in our twenties once. I know, but I'm so Life happy is so weird. to not be in my, tw- no offense to everyone in their twenties. It's hard. It's a hard time. Like uh, to be honest though, I have found my late twenties into early thirties, I think has been the hardest time of my life, but hopefully I'm going to get through Oh, that. wow. <laughs> yeah. I think so. More on that or should we end the con and I'm going to We can talk about that, that another time. No, but, I don't know. Like, and it may not be to do with age. It may be to do with life circumstance, hmm, but okay. I have sort of felt like, I hope I like, I think hopefully into my mid and late thirties and I have read studies that say people gain more optimism every decade of their life hmm. until I think like the sixties, it starts declining a bit. Okay, and so sad. no, but that, <laughs> until I, you get really I close to when you're going to go. <laughs> but so I just mean, hopefully that will kick in for me soon. <laughs> oh, wow. 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 Oh my God. I'm like, I'm going to, no, we need to end. Cause I'm like, that is leading to so many okay, questions. Okay. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, maybe we can start a good reads book list soon. That's something. Oh, I'll good reads. I thought I said good weeds. I'm like, I'll be on that good one. Reads, we got Steve, good reads. I wonder if that's a website. Okay. We have a lot of great ideas on this pod for people to start up their own couple companies. Yeah. Credit good us weeds. if you want. <laughs> and we'll let you know if we got Botox. Yeah. Or you might notice if you're watching. If you're listening, you'll just never know. Yeah, true. But we'll talk sexier for yeah. you. Uh, okay. See you guys next week. Peace. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.